welcome back to Recharge Radio, your one-stop spot to get spiritually recharged for your day. We want to get you thinking of your worship to God as a Christian. My name is Tim, and you're tuning in for Worthy of Worship. We started off this beautiful week defining the beginning of worship. I pray you've applied it in your life. And now, having understood where worship begins, that is, knowing who God is, I aim now to declare the worthiness of God to be worshipped. Why is it that He alone deserves all honor, glory, and praise? Well, why does anyone receive honor? The athlete is honored for unmatched feats of athletic ability. The scientist is honored for life-saving breakthroughs in research. The musician is honored for incredible displays of skill. The architect is honored for the creative design of awe-inspiring structures. Every person here is praised and honored for their personal ability and mastery. In our minds, we can already imagine the athletes or the musicians that stand on top of this world renowned for their skill. If such men receive great attention, how much more then should the Lord receive? Indeed, the heavens cry out, Worthy are you, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and because of your will they existed and were created, as Revelation 4.11 reads. For they know of God's wondrous deeds and his holy character. Now, we must be clear, it is not our decision to worship God that makes him worthy. Rather, it is because He is worthy that we worship Him. The previous episode, we talked about the awesome work of salvation God has done in the Christian's life. So let's continue to dwell and meditate upon who God is. First, who can give counsel to the Lord? Who can teach the Lord who knows all things? Think of the architects. They are bound by the laws of nature. They are confined within the realms of this world, working within the laws of gravity and with the materials on earth. God? He faces no restriction, for He is the one who created the laws. They have no hold over Him, but rather they are at His mercy. Remember the miracles of Christ, suspending the storms and feeding the thousands. There is none who can compare Think of the greatest doctor or the most brilliant scientist. They can produce incredible breakthroughs to save the body with their understanding of the human body. Yet, their depth of knowledge is shallow in comparison to the Creator. Indeed, who is greater? The skill of man or the power of God? The works of man or the miracles of Christ? The created being or the Creator of man? The answer is clear. Second, who can match the strength of the Lord? The strongest man can lift but a thousand pounds, and with the help of innovative machinery, that capacity can be multiplied to incredible degrees. Yet, that still pales in comparison to the God who raised the mountains, to the God who evened the plains, to the God who carved the deeps of the ocean, to the God who formed the heavens and the earth itself. Is there anyone who dares to challenge his might? Third, all fall before the perfection of God, and even more so, 
all fall before the moral perfection of God. It is a common saying that a good man is hard to find. Indeed, it is true, for there are no good men. There is no one who is good but God. Is there a man who has not stolen, who has not lied, who has not cheated or coveted? Is there anyone who has not lusted or grown angry? Is there anyone that lived in total obedience to the law of God? There is not one. No, not even one. All natural men have failed, but God alone succeeds. He is the one who has never lied, but remains faithful to the very end. He is the one who is perfectly loving and gracious in every circumstance. He is the one who is perfectly righteous beyond reproach. Who can stand before him? God alone is worthy of worship. There is no creature, no man, no thing that can match the Lord, for he alone is the creator of all things. If that indeed is true, who then is the object of your worship? As we previously talked about, to worship is to ascribe worth and to live in light of that value. We talked about the foolishness of idolatry. For the foolishness of idolatry shows that you would worship the created things rather than the creator of beings. You worship the pleasures of this earth, drowning in the lusts of the flesh and in meaningless entertainment, rather than worshiping the God of goodness, who is the source of all enjoyment. You would worship yourself, seeking your own benefit, placing your desires above all other things, forgetting that God is your creator, that he is the one who has given you life and breath and more. As you go through this day, consider whose needs you aim to satisfy. Do you fulfill your own or does the desire to glorify God well up in your heart? Creation sings out in praise to the almighty creator. Do you do the same? Today, when you go about your day and the things you need to get done, ask yourself, why am I doing this? Is it to honor God or to further my own ambitions? In whatever area, work, church, home, we seek to lay all things at the foot of the one who is worthy of worship. Thanks for tuning in for Recharge Radio today. I pray you're encouraged and think about your worship to God. As always, if you have questions or comments, send them our way at rechargeradio at rgcsd.com. This is Tim, signing off until next time.